Hey ladies, I'm Kendra. I'm Nama. And I'm Adelise. And we are Three Three Dope Dope Wives. With over 20 years of collective experience, we're here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really like. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two of Three Dope Wives, the podcast that opens the door to the real married life from the perspective of three amazingly dope wives. How you doing, Adelise? I'm good. How are you, Noma? I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Well, what kind of day you had today? Stressful. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Busy season is in. I hear you. It's rough. I hear you. Got to do what you got to do. What industry are you in, Noma? Money counting. Okay. <laughs> not, I hear you. Not so easy. We have deadlines. Mm. Countless number of them. So Girl. I hear you. Girl. I'm How about you, Kendra? How's your day? You know, it's been it's been a good day. It's been a good day. I'm in therapy. Trying to get my mind right. <laughs> Everybody needs a little bit of therapy. I'm, I'm for right. real. I'm going in therapy, child. I got to get my life together. I am with it. So uh, doing a little bit of that and uh, getting ready to have uh, to get pregnant. Woohoo! It's exciting. That's very exciting. Exciting and nervous. Mm-hmm. About to join that old mommy's club. Listen, <laughs> more wife duties and mommy duties. Hey, yep. I'm here for it. It's been a long time coming. As the song says. I'm here for it. Yes. Well, ladies, we got a full show today. We sure do. My goodness. So for those of you listening, today we are talking about marriage deal breakers. Believe it or not, there are some things that will definitely break your marriage. Right. Right, right, right. Right? Yep. And some of those things really should be things that you get out on the front end. So, I mean, we're going to jump right in. I want to talk about some of those things on the front end that you need to just get out, uh, take care of and deal with right away. So that by the time you get married, you're not dealing with this as an issue anymore. Um, one of the first things uh, that I know is is, is a huge deal breaker in any marriage relationship is your spiritual beliefs and I totally your, agree yeah and your 100%, culture right 100 percent. yeah um for i think definitely spiritual beliefs right like it's it's a topic that when you're in the marriage it could be a deal breaker mm-hmm. yes so i definitely agree that talking about those spiritual beliefs on where you stand um sometimes even the way you grew up right like the way you grew up could be one belief that's different from your potential spouse and so yeah not having that conversation um before marriage right once you're in the marriage can get really messy and cause problems and then you raise kids and then it's like okay well what 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 religion do we do we raise them on or what spiritual belief do we raise them on so it could get really messy and i think same goes with culture well it does so i guess on the spiritual belief side i mean there are some there's some uh cultures that tie in the spiritual belief right Right. so i mean Mm -hmm. for example if if you're jewish you know you practice the jewish faith and you are a jewish person right? right um and then there's differences of of of, of culture like let's say you marry a spouse from another country right mm-hmm. um or uh, outside of your race 
um, definitely you're going to come into some issues that that arise naturally in that relationship because of I want to say the vastness of those differences. I feel right. that those are differences that may or may not be overcome because there are some couples that actually do overcome those things. Mm-hmm. I am personally I was going to say awe like, <laughs> I was going to be like those Andrea, couples good example. Yeah, yeah. I Tell mean, us about that. I mean, yeah. I've I've, I've seen couples that you know one person uh, is Christian and they go to church and the other person doesn't go to church right. and they have agreed to raise their children to go to church and then just respect the fact that this other spouse doesn't participate. And in my mind, that is definitely a house divided and a problem Agreed. waiting to waiting happen. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. I I know um, two of my girlfriends that um, are Hispanic and mm. they're Christian and have married outside of their culture mm. as well as their spiritual beliefs. Right. So oh, wow. they, um, one of my girlfriends have actually um, taken that step to convert to her husband's um, spiritual beliefs. That's, that's, mm. that's good. Which, I mean, to be, con- to which be on ha- the same ground. Right. And, and so there was some conflict with her family with that. And mm. then um, another one of my girlfriends, um, they are married, but they just respect each Others religion culture. and each right. in each spiritual belief so yeah. the kids are actually raised on both so huh. they um kind of take their um i guess perspective of just having their children know all of who they are and right. not picking one or the other yeah no more what are your thoughts i mean when it comes down to like spiritual beliefs versus culture and and that ability to have um a marriage that is stable on you know with with two people on opposite sides of the spectrum. I mean, to be honest, in my own experience, it's we are both the same. Like we're both Catholics, but he wasn't practicing, and I was. So that mm-hmm. was my own issue. So then he it it came to the point of only me having to go to church all the time, and I didn't really like that. But then I also had to respect the fact that 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 was who he was. But then I think as time went on and he saw me like not backing down and still going and still, you know, going every Sunday or even sometimes during the week, he started coming as well. And now that we have a kid, you know, it's just better that we're both on the same page, not that one person is not going and then another person is like, oh, you know, let me go. Mm-hmm. But then on the opposite side of the spectrum, I have a family member of mine that um, he he was Catholic. He's still Catholic, but just so that there is peace in the family, he decided that he was going to be going to his wife's church as well. And as much as at first I was like, mm, I don't know if I really agree with that, but I can understand just for peace in the household, mm-hmm. you want to go to one place. You don't want to be divided. Like Kendra said, it's, I mean, it happens. It's a real mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. So um, that's my that has been my experience. I mean, both from my end and then from, you know, one of my family members and as well. Listeners, if you want to get in on the conversation, you can always drop us a line at three dope wives at gmail dot com to get in on the conversation. We would love to hear from you on this subject as well. Are you somebody who has a house divided or do you require that you have the same shared faith? Right. Um, I feel like the three of us all feel like we need to have shared faith in order to be successful in relationship, but you might have a differing opinion. Another thing that that is a marriage deal breaker. 
breaker, especially in the dating game and before you get married. And I'm going to say this to anybody who is dating. You definitely need to know on the front end whether or not you want children. Because I tell you what, you don't think you're going to change <laughs> somebody's mind. Oh, no. After that the is fact, such a big deal. Right. No. It's not you're not going to get married and be like, no, I thought I would convince him that we can <laughs> oh, have no. kids. Like, no, yeah. no. A lot of people that don't want to have kids are so serious about that. Right. But, but it changed afterwards. Like, I feel like initially they're like, I don't want to have kids. But then as time goes on couple of things begin to change like oh they're like maybe when they hang out with their friends more and they see that their friends have kids mm-hmm. you know then so they want to have kids with that topic um it can definitely change but it's a it's a conversation conversation that needs to be had on the front end of marriage right, right. because mm-hmm. if someone has their mind set right i am not absolutely not having kids and they have they might have their own reasons they might not want they might be selfish reasons or right. they might be um family like there's just so many I mean, kids reasons behind it right. right it could be an expense thing yeah. um, right so there's there's a lot of reasons behind why a person doesn't or does want kids right Right. but i mean it could be lifestyle right right? but it has to be a conversation that is said because if it's not then the person that doesn't want kids versus the person that does want kids it's Mm going to create again another division right yeah right like it's going to end up being a problem someone might not feel validated or someone might be like oh well do you not think that i'm a good mom or that i could be a good mom so sometimes Mm. people take it personal right um if that conversation is not had up front and you're kind of blindsided by it once you're in the marriage yeah so like if you have the conversation up front so just say myself and my husband already decided that we're not gonna have kids and then you know somewhere down the road he decides that he wants kids and now i'm like well, but we already talked about this, and now you're changing your mind. Your mind on me. Mm. Um, what I mean, would you say that it's unfair for the guy to change his mind? You know, because you know things happen, events happen, and then you're like, mm, maybe now I want kids because I can yep. appreciate yeah. that. I, I would say, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, I think that definitely you. You need to have a a good sense of self-awareness. But to directly answer your question, yes, I do think that that is unfair. Okay. Because when you're coming into the marriage, you definitely need to know um, on the front end Mm. what our expectation is for our family plan and down Mm. the road. Because think of this, um, you two have children. I I don't have children in this earth yet. Right. But... um, Right now, because it's just my husband and I, we have a level of freedom that people with children don't necessarily have. That's right correct, yeah. now. I mean, if your life can afford it and you can pack your kids up and go anywhere that you want to go mm-hmm. and it's not a problem for you, like you can hire a nanny and you can do all of these things. But that's not the everyday woman's life. That's so correct. my thought is this. If I expect to be able to grab my purse and hop a flight and get out of here and now you're talking about, oh, have a kid, that puts a lot of stress and pressure on me, right? Because now I have to consider several things. First, pregnancy, right? Right. What's that going to do to my body? Uh, Second, my career. What Mm -hmm. have I, uh, you know, committed to do or what do I expect out of that? Mm -hmm. Three, how is my lifestyle going to change once Mm -hmm. this kid is here? Mm -hmm. And then four, the level of resentment, upset, frustration, and all of that that can happen because I had a kid 
for you. And so that you have to think about all of these things, which mm-hmm. is why that is fundamental to sure. any relationship. And if you don't have that conversation, you're 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 basically setting yourself up to potentially get divorced before the marriage has even begun. And I would I would even go on to say that, you know, it's 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 key to say on the front end whether or not you're open because if we're both open that's totally different, different from right, like correct. I don't want children right so then what would you advise right. the woman if for example if it's the guy that changes his mind what would you advise the woman to do are you now saying that she should divorce him no or? this is why this is why we're saying like it needs to be done on beforehand the front end. Mm-hmm. but what if it's done you beforehand now if, so if it's done beforehand and the person's like, look, I don't want kids and both parties are, are in agreement, or if one party is in agreement, and then it changes once you're married, that could be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to have it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so I think um, if that was the case and if someone finds himself in that type of situation, I think communication is going to just be key. Perfect. So that's on, the solution to that. It's going to just be like. Okay, like where where's the middle ground? Like, right. okay, how many kids do you want? Do you right. want one kid? Do you right. want two kids? Do you want three kids? <laughs> so we don't right like, now. <laughs> some people. Hey, do you want to try? Do you want to try? You do want? You're starting five. Like some people. <laughs> Not five, please. Some people <laughs> want a big family right. for whatever reason, and so and and then other people might want a small family. So I think maybe um, talking and trying to find that middle ground with your partner, if that is the case where they change their mind and you did have that conversation on the front end. Um, but I still think that um, having it on the front end will um, limit, I guess. No, I agree a hundred percent. And yeah. definitely um, prevent some of those hard conversations Correct. once you're ready yeah. in the marriage. Correct. So you see how that went. You definitely yeah. want to have that conversation because it yep. can, it can, it is a breaker of it marriage is. trust. Oh, yep. And if you're trying to get till death do us part, do yourself a service <laughs> and have these it. conversations. <laughs> Another thing that is like a huge deal breaker um, is finance. Money! Girl, I mean so many money, people, money. they break up over they money. Do. How do you want to manage money? The How prenup. much money do Who you want to money? Oh my God, who manages money? Um, how much should we be earning? Uh, how are we going to do these investments? Yep. What 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 do we want our portfolio to look like? Do we want to own property? Do we want to so own I stocks? I have a question now in, yeah. this, in this line of finance. Since yeah, we're yeah. all talking of finance. If you were wealthy, of course. <laughs> I mean, more wealthy than you are right now. Would you want to like sign a prenup? Um, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation because then we start talking about, you know, (coughs) um, (laughs) divorce and prenup, but I mean, but on the way of finance, finance, but I mean that, I think that's really individual to the couple. So that's why you got to have the conversation about fine. Like if you in a, um, Gabrielle union, Dwayne way situation where we're both bringing large sums to the, but he was the financial heavyweight in their relationship. She came, with less money so then they had to you know do this whole prenup thing that is a I think it's an individual uh, discussion for Mm -hmm. that couple Mm -hmm. but it would be remiss of them to get married and not have that conversation about finances right so here's my take on you you brought up prenup Mm -hmm. for me I feel like prenup is a trust thing okay Mm -hmm. when you go into a marriage right you are well I'm hoping that you trust your 
Of your course, partner, you should. Right? <laughs> and so with that, you should trust them with finances too. Yeah. And you should trust that, God forbid, the D word is thrown out there and yeah. actually done and and it goes through. You are trusting that it's that person's going to walk away with what they came in with. So when you well, say I bet trust, it depends because I mean saying, I'm leaving with half <laughs> or that, that, like one. Right. We, we, listen, Texas I don't want to promote the D word because we're trying to get till death do us part. Right. right, but I'm just saying like you ain't never leaving me, and if you leave me, <laughs> I, I, and I totally agree. Um, you're I taking totally, care of me I totally until it's agree, all over. But it's a different it's a different kind of trust of of walking away with your man's stuff. Like but it's our not stuff. stuff, not our stuff. Your man's stuff. So, so, so the things that he had accomplished, right? Yeah, and has made. But and you did it together. Be, no, before or before you. you. Okay, I see. I see. Okay. <laughs> now maintaining <laughs> is a different story. I'm not saying walk away when nada. <laughs> no, I, I feel like once we got a, married, your stuff became our stuff. So whatever you had, too. even before we but got a prenup. I'm just talking about simply a prenup. Prenup, which is why we. Yeah. can't go down that rabbit hole no, right we now can't, we can't even it do is, it yes that's a whole nother that's a whole nother discussion and i believe later on in, we're definitely gonna yes, talk about we it. will definitely be talking about yes. prenups so Absolutely. let me ask you guys this question so like for me like i think like when i got married to my spouse i didn't trust him a hundred percent when okay the so. trust the the trust kind of like should i say it um built up mm-hmm you know, as we continue to live together. But I see people, they're like, oh, I trust this guy 100%. I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't I know. Think you earn it. I think you do earn the trust over time because so I know. So you trusted your we, husband 100%? Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, when we first got married, um, we were. Um, we were younger, but so it, it wasn't like we was coming into the situation with all kind of De Niro, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, we, you know, we we had to do this. Uh, I call it the process of becoming one. Okay, right. So you don't. It is a process. I so so yeah. little bit by little bit, you start to let go of self and you start to weave in him right? right so that you can become us right and so in that whole process um things start to happen for example okay i we were each individuals who got married i came in with my set of bills he came in with his set of bills i came in with my income right. he came in with his so when we get together um you know and now we have our bills right now we have to come together to figure out how we want to handle this situation Correct. right so do i want to say okay uh, do i trust you to handle this right. now i did but caveat is i did but i was constantly checking in like because I, I was used <laughs> so to doing it i was like is so did really, you pay the did you pay the bill like so did you pay the really bill trust, <laughs> you shouldn't have to go check in if you but, trust but, somebody but the, you trust is earned over time that's what right? I was and so saying. that's why i so i'm trusting you but it's like trust but verify i'm gonna let you pay these bills but bro can you let me know if you paid on the 15th because you know it's doing the 15th and i don't right. want to lay face right and then i think that's just part of a most most women right control issues right. right like 
like uh, I, I ju- do I'm have a, control I'm a just, issues. I'ma just double check, make sure you paid that <laughs> bill. Everything, everything and if you did, right. then I'ma pay it. Then I'm probably gonna be like, you see, but you ain't paid a bill. Like I right. asked you to pay the bill, and you ain't right. paid the bill. And this is why I pay the bills. And see, right? and this and is why we, we got a, trust issues, right? And then we have a funk attitude with it, and mm. what have you. Um, but I think yes, definitely uh, finances is something that needs to be talked about um, yeah. post or pre marriage. Yeah. Um, and just kind of hash those things out on who's paying mm-hmm. what. Are we going to join bank accounts? Uh-huh. That's a big thing, too. That's a big one. Um, we talked about that a little bit last mm-hmm. week, too, um, mm-hmm. just about finances and bank accounts. And Noma's money is her money. And, <laughs> and her his money is, is her, her money, money too. <laughs> I, I mean, right. And so, um, but all of that to say that there are things that need to be said. Um, pre-marriage which yeah. leads us to communication right yes communication also it's needs to be yeah. talked about mm-hmm. um, and what does that look like um, are we going to have like business family meetings where we meet once a month or once a week and kind of talk about like the things that have gone on for the week or the household things or the kids yeah. schedules or mm. anything I don't think like even <laughs> talk about our frustrations or frustrations right, right? like just like, what does that communication look like? Do we, are we going to agree to talk about things over text message? Right. Or are we going to just wait until the good, t- a good time to hash these things out? Like there's yep. so many different communication styles mm-hmm. and communication do's and don'ts yeah. that you kind of want to um, hash those out. What do you do in your own marriage? Ooh. Um, What's your communication style? We've changed. Okay. So I don't think we have a set communication child style, style. Mm-hmm. we have an ideal one that okay. we would like to follow you, you have a model that you're aspiring toward right. do we always follow it Probably absolutely not, not. Right. absolutely not because uh, there's been seasons where i am pissed off and my communication comes through text message and that's the best i got and i got it might I got, not even come at all i got twitter fingers going crazy right spelling things all wrong and typing off fast and backspace and novels and but he doesn't receive it that way and so like I said, we don't really have a set way. Okay. We have an ideal way that we try to work on. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. One thing we're trying on is like the weekly check-in. Wow. Um, so we're trying on this that's, weekly check-in because uh-huh. I'm learning that just over the years, I mean, it's like we got, we about 12 years deep, 12 and a half years, 12 and a half years deep in this thing. You guys are like veterans, and man. girl, but it. You are in a constant phase of learning because, yeah. like I said, I was in my you know mid to late twenties when I first got with my husband, and, right. and your girl is turning forty this year. So I'm saying <laughs> like over the, the hill. Oh, not at all. The devil's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm living in to be a hundred and twenty. So yes, I, got a, yes. I got a long time to get I'm to the here hill. For it. So so here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I just feel that like we're you always have to revamp your communication because you're always evolving as a person, right? And so what might've worked when you were younger in your relationship over time, you have to kind of, uh, you know, adapt and readjust so that you can continue to have effective communication. Cause we had a lot of, um, a lot of major life events happen in short periods of time. Like we got married and then we bought a house And then after we bought a house, then my husband decided he wanted to go back to law school. But before that, he wanted to get his CPA license. So he was like in this constant phase of studying. And that was just a, you know, just a 
a really difficult period in our marriage because all of his free time he was either working well obviously he's working or studying yeah and, and that's so hard then, yeah and that is hard that's hard on any marriage and so and then on top of that then he turned around and went to law school I was like bro listen <laughs> you better not get another degree like you can't get a certification and I'm on the fence about continuing education right you is already smart right. <laughs> how many degrees and pieces of paper yeah. you need all I'm saying is so I think you you know you have to always be revamping how you communicate That's so I true. think that doing this weekly check-in is really sort of like a you know it's like a wellness check it's like a hey babe how you doing how's the week going right you know how yeah. you feeling you, are you pissed with me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did I get on your nerve this right. week yeah. like, can I be know. a better wife or how can and I all of that because we busy season he's an accountant we busy season is rough right well no he's a well he is a he's a well he has a CPA he has a lot of degrees he's a tax director so his work is worse. yeah he's still he's still in a busy season yeah because anyway, he's responsible so for the, the check ins are very good because people legit lose their mind because it's rough like which you're is working why twelve hours thirteen hours fourteen hours maybe sometimes fifteen right yeah. which is why weekly yeah. check ins would be great yes, yes. but I don't do <laughs> weekly check ins that's kind of weird I don't know why because like I get home and I just want to sleep but I will tell you though I like the part of evolving. And that's very true because I got married at the age of 24. Okay. And prior to that, our way of hashing out our argument or like sorting out our argument was just fight. Mm. And it was one fight to the other fight to the other fight. Mm -hmm. But now I'm about to hit 29. I'm almost, by next year, I'll be 30. <laughs> the big three. Oh. I can't wait. I'm excited. But, um, we talk through things now. We talk. Like, there's still fights, but I don't remember the last time we fought about That's anything. That's a good thing. That means you're in you a know? sweet spot right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if we fight, we fight about the most stupidest thing ever. Like, why did you put my cup here? And why did you not? Right. You know, stupid things right. like that. Yeah. Um, which, for me, I think is progress. Mm -hmm. you I know, think so. Compared to just fighting over things like, oh... You, you didn't pay the bills or, you know, you you didn't do this or you didn't do that. It's more of like small things. It's small stuff. I think, you know what, the greater progress will come, though, when the petty stuff doesn't matter. And right. that's when you learn. Right. So one thing I did have to learn in my marriage early on is to really sort of choose my battles. And I'll probably talk about that a little later. But, I mean, just really not sweating the small stuff that's um, huge you find out I mean <laughs> everything I, for me is I'm, a big deal <laughs> but that's the thing you gotta you have to sit and then you need to sit down and, and get with yourself and just say okay like uh, number what's a really big deal like does it really matter and then you know if it doesn't really matter then it's interrupting my peace so really mm -hmm. your goal wow. is that's to deep. be always trying to figure out how can I maintain the peace in my marriage mm -hmm. and if this and if it's something that I can control then I need to control that like I used to trip on leaving cabinets opening Ooh. Wow. that used to piss me when I say piss Listen, me off that's not a used to for me it takes you one second to, to close, just turn the around and or when you brush your teeth and you don't rinse the bowl oh bro. my god or put the, or put the toothpaste cap back on oh, oh. my 
One second. One second is it all does, it takes. But see, the thing is this. It takes, um, it, it has to become a habit and it's repetition right. over time. Yeah. And this is the thing. Men are like, they're thinking about 50 different things. It's a lot like, of pressure. It is. And, and we're, we, you know what? They're not us, right? Yeah. And so we can't, it's unfair to be like, yeah. listen, I am woman. I am awesome and perfect. Be like me. <laughs> well, right. They can't do it. Yeah. So, I, agree. so I, agree. I mean, I decided, listen, I'm going to just, if the cabinet's open. I just be open, screaming. Don't Inside be my screaming. head, I just be screaming. <laughs> and like, I legit walk around just like, <laughs> just vibrating from the inside. <laughs> from the inside in order to not, not blow to, up. Yep, and explode. Yep, yep. I would be like, oh gosh, give me the patience. So I walk so around saying, God, if I see one more cabinet. <laughs> I just walk around no! saying, oh, give me patience, Lord. Like all types of stuff, child. I just be singing, blue signs, screaming all in my head. Just so I don't make a big deal out, out of something. Of that. Right, you know right, what? Right. I think it, it, here's here's a little tip. Get yourself a mantra and just say it yep. to yourself over and over again. And just say it over, over and over again. again. Peace, like you know peace. what? Because I feel like this: whoever has the problem owns the responsibility. Agreed. And that sucks, right? So like, okay, it pisses me off that the cabinet is open. Like he is unbothered. Unbothered. <laughs> it's like, but why does it piss you off? He's deal. going on with his life. That, Listen, I'm going to tell you why. Because it make the house look a whole hot mess. It does. <laughs> and on top of that, it just don't even look right. Like, why is the cabinet door open? Who all wants the toilet, to see all the, the stuff? Sit. Close the door the on the sit. cabinet. Like, clean, clean up who, after yourself. Who wants to see all the stuff that's in the cabinet? Nobody. I mean, you shouldn't. Unless it's the clear cabinet that's, right. like, designed to be, like... Right, and then everything, everything is, like, like immaculate. In that right, cabinet. Right, that right. one pristine yes. cabinet. No, man. So I just decided to close the door. Like, okay, listen, I'm the one with the issue. Let me just go and close this. Keep my peace. So you close it every single time. (laughs) I close it. Girl, I should. You know, you know the word says that bad behavior is corrupt, good manners. Now I'm leaving cabinet doors open. Listen, now you'd be like, I I have to go back and be like, small deal. Who did this? Did I? Was it me or was Was it you? I I can't. It had to be you because it's usually (laughs) you. (laughs) So, I mean, you know what? You just got to pick your battles and just like move on from the stuff that's stressing you out and not him. So, I mean, so those are things you want to talk about before you get married. But once you get into the marriage, there's one I think is on the borderline. Um, and that's your family boundaries because that's something you may encounter Ooh, beforehand or you may not, right? So, like, uh, I I have beautiful, wonderful, um, lovely in-laws. We have zero problems God with bless them. Yourself, girl. But that is not everybody's story. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. I absolutely love my in-laws, too. Mm-hmm. I have such a good relationship with all of them. Well, with both of them. Um, but they are in Louisiana. Mm. And so there is enough distance to where we can still love each other. Exactly. And I think that's, <laughs> that's, I think that's you know, good. You know, mine are way in Wisconsin. Right. So you still have that distance. But now, when we there, live there. But there are situations when where they're close to in-laws you. are literally their neighbor. And they're that's like scary. walking over <laughs> un, uninvited, like knocking on the door. Or you have some some husbands that, that are like mama's boys right yeah. and they're and then mom Ooh, is close girl preach so about like, a mama's boy listen, like the the movie monster-in-law with j-lo mm-hmm. yeah. that's perfect example of <laughs> such a good example boundaries of boundaries yeah. and yeah. mama's boys and 
and things that kind of happen with in-laws. But right? in that so. case, wasn't it really the mother-in-law who had the issue? It was the mother that was the monster. Yes. But yeah. the, but the but but for the mama's boys though, like that's the one who like who cannot cut they can't the umbilical say no. they can't cord. Say no. They can't. No. They gotta be there for mama every, every time, time mama calls. They gotta jump. The only one that's right. Mama's yes. always right. Exactly. And he's telling mama all the business. Yep. Like, can you please not tell your mama? Right. That I did not put it down last night. Yep. <laughs> she don't need to know. She don't need to know. That I don't is cook not for you every day. Business. Right. Right. She don't need to, to know you. that. So those are definitely things that are marriage deal breakers where you mm-hmm. love your husband, but you can't stand the in-laws. People get divorced over in-laws. in-laws. Come on. The best way to do that is just travel far away. <laughs> Be far. <laughs> just move. You know Be what? Be far away. I felt in my heart of hearts that it was time for us to, <laughs> to make go. a change. Yep. <laughs> now, if you have a good relationship with your in-laws, mm-hmm. um, I think... It's one of those things, right? Because where if you have kids involved, some That's, families want to be close to their parents because yes. it's an extra set of hands, right? right? Yeah. right. Um, now, being my parents' neighbors, I don't no. think that that would that be, might be healthy. Rough. No, because if you arguing, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not even kidding. Like, I, I, we had an argument not too long ago, and if if anybody was our neighbor that was related Peace to out, us. Bruh. I'm saying I just I wouldn't want somebody at the door like hi I was just wondering is everything okay oh, yeah, like, oh, I heard you kind of arguing uh, yeah no that too no, I'm gonna need you listen go home go home right mind get your off business. my business mind your business get off my porch right goodbye right no, I totally agree but we have okay so for my current situation our like my in-laws his parents are in Louisiana my parents are in Florida so we have nobody here nobody close to us right okay it becomes a problem when we are when the baby's sick or right. we need a helping hand, right? Mm. Or everyone date so nights. we have contemplated or right. even date nights. Yeah. For sure. So we have contemplated moving um closer to a set of family. Right. Whether that be my parents or his parents or what have you. Mm. Um but we have also had the conversation. Again, communication is super key mm. on what that looks like. So how far in distance are we going to be from my parents or his parents? Like right. we've both agreed. We are not living in the same town. Nope. <laughs> we can live the next town over. It, it has to be at least a fifth and not even, I don't even want to say that mile long. Distance. It needs to be at least 15 to 20 minutes in driving distance wow. because you need short. to be able to at least they could come to my house about, overnight. <laughs> well, yes, they That's can. Rough. They can but i think you also have to have a conversation with the in-law yeah yeah you like, do. like for me if i if we were to move to florida by my parents i'm having a conversation with my mom like yeah mom i'm here yeah and i i want to be here right but don't Invade don't think you're space. coming to my house unannounced like i need right. you to give me a heads up yeah. or call me before you're on your way right so i think that is definitely mm. our responsibility as children that's and true. as a spouse to, to have that to conversation your yeah. with that your family those that's true. boundaries yeah, yeah. Boundaries and, and are for important. men right mm-hmm. like sometimes men struggle with do I take my mom's side or do I take my wife's side? At the end of the day, you got married. So right. it's your wife. It's right. your, every time. It's your wife. Every, every time. single time. If you don't get her back, you got problems. Right. And like, there's a lot of next people. To me at night. Exactly. There's a lot of people that struggle with that, though. Like, right. they're, they're literally having family feud with their in-laws because the husband won't stick up for the wife right. or vice versa. Oh, so, yeah. True story. Or, or the husband won't stick up for the mom and so or, now the right, mom is, is snapping out. Right. Exactly. You know, I actually had a friend who got divorced 
because the mother-in-law was actually um, hadn't let go of an ex-girlfriend that she really liked. So oh mom goodness. had like photo of ex-girlfriend on her mantelpiece. Yeah, like, oh my God. I mean, and mom was like awkward. disrespectful yeah, that's just and awkward. she kept, and so she kept trying to go to her husband. Like, listen, yo Tell mom, your mom about herself. This is not going to work. And so what ended up happening is that he, you know, he would bump into the ex at mama's house. Oh and my God. It, got, it was a mess. And what ended up happening is he actually ended up cheating with the ex. Oh my God. God. And that no, was ma'am. their marriage deal breaker. <laughs> so right. that was the end no, of their ma'am. relationship. So, I, you know, you got to you got to have boundaries when it comes to your family. No, your people are like in yeah. Africa. You know, for me, well, <laughs> like, y'all ain't got no boundary well, issues. Well, the thing is like when when my husband and I, so my husband, we come. I met my husband in Houston and then we came down to Dallas. And when we came down to Dallas, when I got my offer, um, we were looking at an apartment to get and he's like, we should get a two bedroom. And I'm like, why? And he said, just in case my mom visit. I'm like, there's no visitation. (laughs) (laughs) Visitation hours are from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then you must exit at 5 p.m. Ain't no sleeping over. I'm dead. What? I'm like, there is no visitation. She said, beware. (laughs) Who, who's staying at my house? (laughs) Ain't no nobody staying here. Cause my mom asked me. She said, "Why did you get a one bedroom?" Because I, I don't want nobody visiting me. <laughs> no one said you can't come to my house. No, no visitation, honey. We gotta connect first. Because let me tell you, true story. <sighs> one of my girlfriends, they just got married. Okay. And like the 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 man's mom will come and then influence the man. And then mm-hmm. the and then the wife's mom will come and then influence the wife and then it was a back and forth and they were arguing all the damn time. Mm, child. So for me, Ooh. I just I was like, I need to connect with my husband first. We have to have a bond, then we can start bringing people. Mm. I'm gonna say something on that point because there is um, some cultures that when they get married. Um, the son is expected to care for the elderly parents. That's my that's my culture. Okay. African culture is like okay. that. But my so husband doesn't do that. I feel like some. <laughs> I feel like some. Um, uh, what culture? I feel like it's um, Indian culture. Might be like that as it's well. There's like a that, yeah. there's a couple cultures that I, I know that are like that where so they like get, get married, married. Okay, and then the husband mm-hmm. usually like will usually buy a house big enough or like a mother-in-law suite to move his parents in. Mm -hmm. So I have two sets of friends that have done that, have gotten married outside of their culture Mm -hmm. and they're, they, they've had the conversation like, okay, what is it going to look like? So they've had that pre-conversation, but then when it comes down to the nitty gritty of moving mom in, it's like mom, mom is cooking every day and it smells something like the wife don't want to smell or right. the mom is in the common areas of the house all right. the time and so right. the wife is coming home not even feeling like she could be home and be herself and walk around naked if she wants to and be with her intimate husband if she right. wants to like she feels like mm. she's 
limited to being mm. herself and mm. to bonding with her husband the way she wants to right. because the parents are there. But see, that see, goes back I, to I the whole culture piece, right? right? That's piggy, why you got to talk about I'll that stuff. That's why that. you have to talk right. about it. I'll, piggy, I'll piggyback on that because when I was dating my husband, um, for the longest time, he, his mom would come into town and he would be in his house and um, he would be like, oh, come see my mom. I'm like, until I get married to you, I don't share space with your mom. Mm. That's the mo- that's the woman of the house. The moment I get married to you, I am the woman of the house, yep. and what I say stand. Come so if through, I no say mom. nobody's coming to visit, nobody's coming to visit. He literally calls me and tells me before anybody comes into my house. No, I so, think that that's fair, but I, isn't yeah. that isn't that cultural though? Like, isn't that like? Cause I feel like like my um, I have a cousin whose whose dad is African, and so she's got a lot of um, relatives on her dad's side that are you know really like you know this is this is the way the woman does, right. and this is how this role their gender like roles. And, so y'all really really traditional in that sense. Well, the good thing is that my husband is not very he's not your traditional African man. He's very I think for him he kind of like understood getting like cause, i mean i didn't hide the way i was i'm the kind of woman that i would respect your mom if mm-hmm. we're dating i don't share i don't sleep overs like I, I don't do sleepovers like in your house because i don't want to share space with your mom i think for me i think that's disrespectful mm-hmm. now but when we get married then it becomes I'm your the space boss. right and, I, and okay. whatever i say is whatever i say okay even with my own parents they have to just abide by my rule i respect that girl yeah so, so let's shift um <clears throat> because um i want to talk a little bit about um other deal breakers and i know Ooh. that this is one that is always a hot topic <laughs> in every always, relationship always. <laughs> um and that is sex like people really getting divorced over sex. Now we were we were talking about this the other day, just about you know we were talking about you know is it the boat versus the motion <laughs> in the ocean? And I am of the school that sex is a skill, but as you get older, <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you your sex drive changes. Well, that's why there's Google. It it what is Google gonna do about your sex drive? You gotta learn. You gotta learn different positions. Well, okay, that's you if you're learning. That's, that, that's if it's like that's if you're learning about sex. But there's so many different avenues we can we can go with this because there's like there is a sexual satisfaction and fulfillment, right? Mm-hmm. So that I think that's kind of like the lane that you're in. I'm talking more about frequency. Mm. Um, yeah so how many times how many times because i'm gonna tell you like you start off getting it on like rabbits like you like every <laughs> single day you like hey boo <laughs> tickle my elbow oh, my God. God. Oh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> i'm just saying so i Not mean to tickle the elbow but hey hey all you got you, you might blink but you it was something in your eye legitimately but i thought <laughs> i thought you was trying Give to holler you know what i'm saying <laughs> that was the Oh, go time. But I think as you get older and as your marriage changes is that, and as you have, you know, the kids and as you have your uh, your career starting to pop off and you're traveling or you're doing different things like, you know, sexual frequency might not be there and you might yeah, have to become you scheduled. Might have, you have to schedule it in like, hey, can I like holler at you around noon <laughs> for about 45 minutes? Uh, meet me in the closet. 
<laughs> when you got kids, Other that's usually like, how it goes. Yeah. Just let's pop it off one time. <laughs> we got to get a quickie before the baby get up from the nap. Be, be real, <laughs> real quiet. Uh, but yeah, I definitely agree. Sex is one of those things where um, it it's not talked about. Yeah. Um, to what I, degree, though? Yeah, to a degree. but Because sometimes it's just an expectation. And then sometimes... You have so much sex before marriage. Right. Let's talk about that. Hmm. That um, that it changes when yeah. you get married and when things <laughs> kind of come into play. Um, yeah. Or sometimes you have the uh, the weight. You know, right? You don't have Regain. sex. And, yeah, yeah, until yeah. you're actually married, and then yeah. you have that first time sex, and it's like out of this Refresh world, right? And so then the or frequency, it hurts like Hades, or right. <laughs> But then sometimes the frequency is like it's still so new. Yeah. So you have the fever of having sex all the time. Right. Right. You could. I think so. So I think we got some different experiences around the table. Um, So you have this, you have the before we got married. Yep. And then we got married and then that shifted. So let's talk about that. So we uh, waited. Well, no, we we had sex before marriage. Okay. Um, and then when we got engaged, we actually decided to be celibate. Mm. Okay. Until we were married. So we've had both ends of the spectrum, right? Mm. Where we've had tons of sex before marriage. And then we were like, oh, we want to do it the right How way. How did you feel about both? Um, I don't think I even had a feeling. Okay. Sad to say, but I really don't even think I had a feeling. When we decided we were going to be celibate, um, I we wanted to do it the right way okay. and so we both agreed on that and so mm-hmm. I think it was more it was comforting to know that he was to, he was with me and supportive and That's good. didn't have a different um opinion or didn't you right or didn't <clears throat> disagree with right. wanting to do things right we were both on that spiritual walk together and so mm. um we agreed to do that and it was great so um but before that I didn't really have a feeling per se mm-hmm. as to like I didn't feel convicted. Okay, if that's if that makes sense. No, it does. It um, does. So yeah, that was we. Yeah, we we got down and dirty pre-marriage but how did it change like how did the sex change from like okay we was we was getting it popping and then we decided we were gonna hold off and then and then we got married (laughs) right we got married and then kids happen and and life and but before kids i mean did the sex change um no not really no it was still popping I mean, yeah, it was normal. It, I don't, I, I don't think that it was as frequent mm-hmm. because, because of just, yeah, just responsibilities and just busyness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think it wasn't like it wasn't like a drastic change where it was like every single day to like once every six months. <laughs> oh, okay, so was it like going from like every single day to like once a week? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course, That's, that, that every is a week, drastic change. And though. every week was different, though. Yeah. So sometimes it would be once a week. Sometimes it could be two times a week or oh, three okay. times. Like it just it, it didn't. We didn't have like a. It was more like a. If it happened, it happened. Right. What if? What? Okay. So let me ask this question. What if your spouse was not giving you sex in the frequency that you wanted, or at the 
freak level that you wanted. You make him do it. So <laughs> how, how the heck you do that? <laughs> Noma, do Noma got some to, tips. To she said you make him them do it. You better you get in here it. and break it off. Right. You give him ultimatum. Or you like, force listen, yourself on him. If you don't force yourself if on you him, don't suck my toe, you ain't getting like the big toe. But okay, so talk to me more about making it because I feel like, I mean, like, you know, it's a little hard to make a man just, I'm, I'm thinking about the equipment situation. I'm just Not saying. Equip- I mean, for me, like, if my guy doesn't want to do it freak, or my husband doesn't want to do it frequently as he was doing it before, then I do something different. So, like, if today we're, like, on the bed trying to, you know, get, you know, get, get down mm-hmm. and it's getting maybe too boring for him. Then I'll try, like, you know, doing a striptease. You know, maybe that will get him more excited. Or maybe I'll try, like, cooking him his favorite meal. You know, just, like, try different things until he gives it up. Because for me, like, it's like the moment we took that vow, honey, it's like there's no going back. So, like, there is, Mm. it's either, like, I face it and try to, like, and we walk on it together. It's not only me. Like, for, for example, now, he will respond to text messages. Before, he wouldn't. You know, so th- these are things that, because as much as you're trying to build yourself, you're also trying to build your sexual life, your spiritual life, your yeah. moral life, everything together. But it sounds like, you it know? sounds to me like you're saying communication. Yeah, you have to, commu- like, every time we get down, I communicate how that works. Okay. I do, because, you know, I want it to be better. So I think, to, to go back to your question, Kendra, about how do you get him to do what you want or frequency or right. freakiness? Or what do you or, do? Right. Yeah. Um, I definitely think communication, right? Yeah. Like, so voicing how you feel right. about your sex life or, hey, babe, like, what do you think we can do to spice up our sex exactly. life? Exactly. Or, right. babe, Be open. what do you, um, how do you think, like, like, am I Am I pleasing to like? Am I pleasing yes. you? Like right. sometimes it's us, and we just think we just the hot shit, and we just and you just no flaws, does it feel right? weird when you ask him those? You questions? did not wake up like that, it's, right? It's I mean I don't. It doesn't have to be awkward. I don't. Oh. I think it's gonna be it's like gonna be awkward if you make the, it awkward. From the but moves. I mean, no. Okay. If you, I I would totally be like. So what's your thoughts on this style or, or not even right. sometimes you just have to take the lead. Too. Right, or sometimes right, right. it's just like, hey, what's up? Right. Like, what's not working for you? And exactly. Like, girl? you're right. just not feeling this. Like, right. What's it not, we do something off? different? What's, what's not pleasing about this? Right. <clears throat> right. Um, but it doesn't have to be an awkward conversation. Right. And I think um, I think with frequency, it that's definitely a conversation and sometimes you just have to initiate it yourself yeah, yeah but that's I, so Sadly, that's from a woman's sure. perspective but mm-hmm, on the sure. flip side like I have I, there's someone I know I won't say who but it's someone right. I know who um, who's a guy and is married and um, after his wife gave birth to their their um, their child um, <clears throat> she just wasn't interested in sex like she just didn't have the drive she just wasn't you know and 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 he he was like, listen. It happened. It, happened. it was like, it's a true thing. I think he said it had been eight months. I said, eight months? I mean, like, yeah, that, that to me Minus was surprising. Six. I said, eight months? And he said, listen. He said, I was so pent up and frustrated. He said, I had a tear rolling down my <laughs> eye. And I had to tell her, I said, listen, you got, I need you to do whatever you got to do. <laughs> 
to get your mind right <laughs> because if you don't break me off a piece, this is my own paraphrase. Right. If you don't break me off a piece, I can't guarantee <laughs> that I'm not gonna, that I'm not gonna step right, out. Right, right. And, and that's right. and I think a, a thing that so especially in that situation, right? Yeah. She had a whole baby. That's true. Babies change the makeup of your coochie the Ooh, situation. Fridge. Well, that's if you do the okay. Uh, if you it do does. The, yeah. yeah, it does. If you have a vaginal birth, right. your situation changes down there. Right. I heard that it's uh, someone told me it's like your bottom fell out. <laughs> Listen, yep, it is yep, like legit. it's different. Regardless, it? it's I've different. never had a vaginal. I it's, did CS. It's very, very different. Mm-hmm. And so, and the recovery process yes. of having a baby vaginally is different. And so, I can see why um, after kids, your sex drive goes down, especially for women. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's that that's just a touchy subject with just having babies and Yeah, because different women different sex drive. And then there's frequently. some some women have medical issues down right, there. Right. And so they can't have the frequent sex that they want. And yeah. so I think again that goes down to having a conversation with your husband. Right. Letting them know what's going on down there that it might not feel comfortable when you're having sex or it might hurt every single time you have sex. And and if mm. that's the case, then you you kind of have to figure out alternative ways to please to one please, another whether right, that be right. you know foreplay or giving oral sex like you got to figure it out regardless you, you have to figure it out because sex is a huge part of your marriage it that is. was fair of him to say you know do whatever you got to do because that was a fair that was like a warning before like mm-hmm. infidelity and infidelity is a, a deal, deal breaker. breaker it is <laughs> <laughs> so would you guys like divorce your guy if he cheats on you I can't even ask now that the kids are now the kids are involved well not for not there are no children well there, no, there's no children technically for me but i would say i can't answer that question because you just have to be in that in situation and and there's so much involved in that right like you got um you, even if you don't have children you've got you know you've got investments properties whatever Everything, you have yeah. your bank accounts you got your bills you got your health care you've got so much wrapped up into the investment of your marriage that it takes a lot to dissolve a marriage or at least it should I, I feel that everyone should have if you truly love your partner val- or, yep. or even just the value for the institution right. of marriage like right. I made a vow and a commitment that this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. right. and it's going to take more than some hot tight little thought thought <laughs> coming through here thinking she found the run off in the sun off in the, to the sunset with my man because no, uh, he doesn't work that I I can't say one way or another because I just don't know how I would feel. Yep. Yeah, I you agree. Know? I agree. Um, and I think also with with that, it you have to kind of like look at it from what is missing in the marriage mm-hmm. that caused mm-hmm. this person to, to step, step out. out that's correct but does something have to be missing because i mean he could be just being selfish or he could be being yeah. selfish but it's something you need to ask yourself yes right you need to do some self-reflection like Before okay you react what right like okay. is there something did i did i did I do everything right or have I been doing, have I been meeting him where he needs to be met or right. have I been loving him the way he wants to be loved? Like is, and, and it could be vice versa. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't always have to be a man stepping out. Cause there's plenty of women that step out of their marriage. Right. Um, we just do it. But you just need, right. You, it's done differently, but that, that conversation and that, uh, that self-reflection needs to be done before. I think you make a decision to do of, it. of the D word. 
Like right. it's, it's definitely a deal breaker. Some people are like, hell no, you cheat on me. You're done. Like right. goodbye. Ain't no strike one, strike two, strike three. Like first time you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes there's those that have gone through the infidelity mm-hmm. um, and that have overcome it and that have given grace to their partners and that have actually are stronger now because mm-hmm. of that infidelity. Yeah. But it's definitely a process. It so is. It so takes a lot. It's, I mean, to it's get a process over. to get over. It's trust building all over again. Yep. It's mm-hmm. trying not to record keep like, oh, but let me tell you, like you <laughs> don't got, you, yeah, right, you <laughs> right. ain't got no room to tell me about myself because remember that time you stepped out of me? Like there's no, it's hard. <laughs> it is because that would be, that would be, <laughs> that would be the argument winner on everything. Every you like, ain't got no room to talk, boo-boo, no. because remember that time. <laughs> that listen. Do I need to remind you? Do I look with- like Becky with the good hair? Exactly. <laughs> uh, call her about that mess. Right. 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 And so it's it's a process, right. but it's definitely a deal breaker for some people. It is a deal breaker. Um, so if so, if you guys caught my husband cheating, would you tell me? That's a whole nother conversation, girl. It is. It is. We're gonna have to I'm save that you, one. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, because I'm going to tell you what, um, are we going to talk about it another day? But, um, I'm a teller. I'm going to just put that out there. I'm a teller. Okay. I'm telling on all of them. Okay. Um, but not without receipts, not without receipts. I'm sending snapshots. I'm forwarding. Like I did. Did she look familiar to you? Is this a cousin? <laughs> Maybe it's his sister. I could be wrong, but listen, I'm telling, I'm telling. Um, I think another thing outside of infidelity that I would say, Honestly, this one, I don't know that, um, I mean, we don't, we run out of time and I, I really want to hit this really quickly, but I think other deal breakers that we can definitely dig into and talk about at another time is going to be, you know, um, abuse, Abuse is a big one. And I would say this. If you're being abused by your spouse, I strongly encourage you to get the help that you need and get somewhere safe. Um, I don't know if that means that this situation is over for you. I don't know if this partner can be rehabilitated and will actually stop the abuse. But I will say, get the help that you need because the last thing I ever want to see is uh, 10 o'clock news and some woman was killed because she, uh, she did not get out of an abusive situation yeah so um that's all the time we have for this topic i want to say this just to wrap us up to keep your marriage together because we need to we need to talk about keeping us together, right? right? There are so many deal breakers and there are so many things that can lead you down the wrong road to divorce. Right. Our goal is never for you to be divorced. We want to see you be together, you and your man hanging in there, keeping it strong till death do you part. And one thing I always encourage women to do, especially um, whether you are newly married or you've been in it for some time, always remember that your husband is your loved one. And if you always keep in mind that your husband is your loved one, whenever you are engaging with him, it will completely change your mindset and you will be much sweeter to him. Control what you can control and build strong marriages. Ladies, that is all the time we have for you today. want to thank you for tuning in. And listen, follow us on Instagram at 
three at three dope wives um, on Instagram. And don't forget to send us emails. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you next time. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Crush. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.